a day spent with our own mind and body. with the intention to show up and to be present for what's happening. It's a rare and precious day. It's a day spent wisely. It's a good way to spend a day. through the keeping of the precepts, this orientation to non-harming, the mind can be glad, rejoicing at the end of the day from the ease and peace that comes even simply from not intentionally harming other beings. And we try to minimize our impact as much as we can. as we're with our experiences. We can begin to see how deeply entrenched some patterns of mind are, the way our own conditioning has been laid down by our personal history, our family, our culture. These patterns of mind take time to be seen and take compassion and patience to (coughs) reveal themselves in the clarity of mindfulness. And this clarity reveals the nature of our own experience, the nature of this moment. And this takes a sense of trust listening, trusting the moment. And 
being willing to know what's happening in our own mind, our own heart. That it's okay. That what's happening is okay. And that it's enough to see a pattern. When we see a pattern, we're giving energy to a moment of mindfulness, strengthening that wholesome quality. And the mind isn't unconsciously just acting out these unseen tendencies that get us caught and reactive. We've been exploring the possibility of living with this quality of mindfulness, the light touch that it takes to simply remember what's happening, the effortlessness of awareness of mindfulness. through the steadiness of attention, we begin to see more deeply into reactive patterns, understanding the nature of these habit patterns of mind, of aversion, the inner critic, the unpleasant thoughts, getting to understand why that hurts, how that leads to a sense of stress and dukkha. The wisdom can grow each time we see that, even if the pattern may not be changing, something's being understood. We've been learning how to invest wisdom into our practice. If we want wisdom to grow, we have to use our wisdom. Use the understanding that we have about the Dharma as much as we have and apply it in the moment, reminding ourselves what's arising, recognizing the state of mind, the emotion, clearly knowing what's happening. Checking to see how the mind's relating to what's arising. This is investing our own wisdom, our own understanding into the practice.
as the mind becomes more settled, more stable, and less reactive, we can see qualities of balance of mind, of equanimity, of wakefulness, and quality of meeting what's arising with receptivity, with kindness, with love in the heart. And we can even begin to feel the compassion in our own mind towards the suffering that's arising. First in our own mind and heart. And that this naturally radiates outward. We come to see our own deepest intention for this sense of ease and freedom. We can recognize that all beings are likewise wishing to live with ease and freedom, but it's out of confusion. Because of wrong views, aversion and hatred in the heart that other beings cause suffering. Everything that we need to come to understand in our own journey is available to us. Trusting the practice to unfold in the way that it is in our own process. And just staying with it. Allowing the Dhamma to unfold. qualities of mind are natural, wholesome qualities. 
that we wish to develop, they're natural to us. They just need the right conditions to be supported and to grow. And that's what we're doing here. as much as you have energy in the mind and body and interest to continue with your practice. I encourage you to, to do that. Our time together is quickly vanishing. And we'll be back in our busy lives. The Surroundings won't be necessarily as supportive a reminder. These are precious moments to be in a safe container that there's a basic intention to wake up. We have much to learn. But the possibility is there. Continue taking care of your practice.